Hi, everyone. Welcome to part two of my series about attending meetings. Um, last week, we spoke about meetings within the company. And today, I actually want to talk about meetings that are outside with either clients or suppliers or partners or you name it. Welcome to a new episode of The Shyest in the Room, your podcast on mastering the business world as an introvert. Let's explore simple life hacks today to tackle all that life throws at you while climbing to the top. I'm your host, CB, and thanks for tuning in. So I'm really excited to speak about this topic today because internal meetings are still a little bit easier to handle. Of course, they're not easy, but they're still a little bit easier to handle than external ones because internal, you actually have familiar faces around you. But when it comes to meetings with people that don't work for your company, client of yours or suppliers or partners, then you actually might not be that familiar with them unless it's been like a long-standing relationship that has developed. But still, just like your team members, you cannot choose them, right? You cannot choose who you're going to work with, who your supplier is going to send, who's going to be your partner. Um, I mean, if you're working with bigger companies, you don't know who's going to be handling your account. The same goes for clients, right? We need clients, we want clients, but we cannot always necessarily choose them. So here, once again, it can be overwhelming because the personality of the people you're having the meeting with can be, of course, bossy, same as we had before. But here, they all have an agenda, right? They all want something from you and you also want something from them. So here, this is about business relations and this is about everybody going into a meeting wanting something. If you're meeting with a supplier or a partner, right, you both want to make the best deal um, in terms of that partnership that you're going in. And if you're actually meeting with a client, they want their expectations fulfilled. So these meetings always have high expectations that the people bring in the meeting. So they're usually a little bit more high pressure than what we discussed last time. Again, it really depends on the size, the place, and what's the agenda. So when it comes to the size of the meeting, whether it's only you or if you're bringing someone along, it always depends, right? So what's important here, I would say, is in the beginning, check. Check how many people were going to come. If you don't feel comfortable meeting them by yourself, ask someone to come along with you to the meeting. Usually there's someone not necessarily always working in your department, but you can sometimes bring someone from another department with you who might have ideas. So it's always possible to bring someone else along if you don't feel comfortable doing it by yourself. And then the other thing is also the place. What I've really noticed about whether you are meeting suppliers or partners or you're meeting clients, if you're in charge of the meeting, set it in a nice atmosphere. It depends on what's the budget for that from your company. I mean, whether you're meeting for a lunch or a dinner, that might be a little bit too expensive. So then you might as well just go for a coffee. You know, you meet for a coffee, you go for a coffee shop, just something, you know, that helps you more. Unfortunately, with a lighter atmosphere usually comes small talk. So what I usually do, I used to many times meet suppliers and partners before, and I've also met clients and I've also met angry clients. So usually before I would meet, especially suppliers or partners, I would prepare a little bit of small talk in my head. 
You know, these meetings are usually scheduled a little bit ahead of time. So you actually have time to prepare some small talk. Just think about some topics you can choose. Most of the time you can actually choose the same ones because you're not very likely to meet the same supplier, let's say like three times a week, right? And if you meet them that often, you should actually establish a little bit more of a relationship. But I'm talking here like you're meeting for the first time or it's someone you meet every half year, for example. Then you just put, you know, a little bit of small talk ready, maybe to that field that they are working in or related to the field you're working in. When it comes to clients, the same can work when you start off before you actually start with small talk. You start off with a smile. Very important. Changes a lot. Start off with a smile, with a good handshake, and then something like that will make them feel warm and welcome. They have to feel like they can trust you, right? So it's really, really important that you have something, a go-to line or a conversation starter. And there's nothing wrong if you are not a born speaker or a born salesperson. My entire career, I've always been jealous of salespeople, how they can just start talking about I don't know what. And I was always like, wow. You know, this is what gets to the deal. But I also had to meet suppliers, clients, and I actually had to sell the product I was working for. And my boss always said she would be the worst salesperson on my team. But I mean, sales wasn't my job, but still, I try my best. So what I really noticed is make a tagline or make like something you can say in the beginning of the conversation that makes the person standing across from you feel more comfortable. That's really important because they really need to trust you. That's why also honesty is very important from the beginning to be honest with whoever you talk to. Now, I said again, especially suppliers or partners, if they meet you, they have an agenda, right? You both want to leave that meeting and actually have a deal in hand that benefits both of you. So what's really important is in negotiations, you know before, right, what could roughly be the agenda of the person I'm meeting today. There must be a phone call before, or there must be email conversation before. So go prepared. If it's just a, you know, meet and greet, make sure you get that person to trust you. If it's a negotiation or something um, you want to talk about that is about the partnership that you are having, then you need to stand your ground. It's really important. Stand your ground be firm. You know what you are looking for. They know what they are looking for. And since they might be meeting people more regularly than you, they are really good at it. So you have to stand your ground. But you can always remind yourself that you are also good at what you're doing. Otherwise, sorry to say, the company would have not hired you to be there, right? And that job that you're doing. So remind yourself, I'm good at what I'm doing. I will stand my ground here. And then you're just going to be yourself. You're going to be straightforward and you have to be honest. Then when you have established all of these things, it's also always important that when people are talking, look at them. Don't interrupt them. If you're having a meeting with someone, do not interrupt. That's the worst thing you can do. You want that person to think or that, you know, that person sitting across from you, you want them to feel like you are listening to them. Your clients, your suppliers, your partners, they all need something from you, right? Even if you are meeting with a supplier because they are going to send you something, they need your business, right? So at the end of the day, you want to listen to them. You want to be respectful and you want to be also, I really found that if if you're listening to someone, they perceive that as you being already an honest person, you know, and they are way more likely to do business with you because you listened. And, you know, this is actually something really good because usually when you're like me, when you're more shy or a little socially anxious, you're good at listening. And I could really always, I was always telling myself, you know, 
this is something you really have. You're the quiet one. You don't like to interact too much. You don't like to share too much about your life, but I'm really good at listening. So let the other person talk. Doesn't mean I'm going to let them talk me into getting them more than what they came for, but I'm going to be listening and this will be my secret weapon. Yes, I will stand my ground, but later on when I have let them talk and I've let them, you know, I've listened to them, they perceive me as honest. It will be way easier to negotiate with them. Trust me. So overall, stand your ground. Maybe if you have a say in it, set a nice atmosphere for the meeting because this will really, really help you. Just something, you know, to already break the ice and then prepare some small talk, just a conversation start. Nobody likes to meet and just go straight to business. I know this can be difficult. I know this is hard. Trust me, I'm not a small talk person. I had to study that all. I know how you're feeling, but do it. Go through the internet or, you know, Google it or whatever, and it will really help you. I wish you all the best for your next meeting. I think you'll be really prepared now after all these texts and just believe in yourself. Always be yourself. And I think you'll do great. I'll see you next time where we're actually going to talk about the first job interview since, or not even the first job interview, job interviews in general, because I kind of count them as meetings as well. Thank you for listening today to The Shyest in the Room. And don't forget to subscribe if you want to learn more on mastering the business world as an introvert. Always remember, leaders are made, not born. Until next time.